that. Sure. Hello, William. Thank you for, for joining me today. Um, uh, yeah, we, we just established that we are both uh, are in a little sauna uh, because here uh, currently in Germany it's a heat wave and where you are uh, it's a heat wave as well. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm just sitting here in, uh, in my little, um, you know, how do you call this? Um, in, a, in a wife beater? I think it's in English, but... Yeah, anyway, yeah I think they call it that. I don't know it's, why. But... It's a really bad... Yeah, in a, in, a, in, a black, in a black wife beater. You know, yeah, not a white, white one. It's a difference. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we might have to air our our studios uh, once in a while because yeah, it's really hot here. Um, but I'm very happy to have you. Um, I really like your music, and you know, the, the the fun part for me is I only talk with people where I really like the music, so that's that's easy for me, because you know, you're talking to a fanboy basically. So um, <laughs> can you please introduce yourself to the audience and just say? Um, who you are, what you're doing, and maybe a little bit of your musical background. Sure. Uh, I usually go by the name William Ember, uh, a, a taken name, more or less, uh, artist name. Uh, and I sing and uh, produce stuff with Ember Twin, which is my main project. Uh, we've been around since around 2017. We released our uh debut debut album in shapes and uh, since then we released an ep after that and uh an album last year uh, and uh, we consist of three people it's me and mikael uh, and then we got our bassist malin as well and she joined us uh, in 2019 so uh, yeah we will been around played some places here in Sweden before the pandemic broke out. Mm -hmm. We were actually planning a tour in Germany right when the pandemic started. Oh, so that's, that's really so yeah, hmm. that was kind of awful timing. But uh, me and Mikael, we, we have played together for a lot of years. We've known each other for like 10 years or so, probably. Mm -hmm. Played in different kind of bands and Uh, I, I used to play, we used to have this more metal, uh, industrial metal band mm -hmm. that turned into Ember Twin uh, in the end when we got more electronic with more synths and stuff. Yeah, I, I really, I really like the music, you know, this is, and, and for me, maybe this is also the, the reminiscence of uh, the metal elements or something that makes it so... Um, so better pal palatable or something because it's uh it's not <laughs> you know sometimes it, it makes sense from which um way you get into something you know if you have like ministry for example where they came from from pop uh, music uh, and and added guitars and you're coming from from metal music and add more synths so this is this is the other way around and um I, I rather like this one, <laughs> I have to admit, yeah. because it's, it's um, uh, anyway, there's some more, s I, I mean, I like both, you know, ministry is cool too, you know, no, no, no problem at all, you know, it's, it's great stuff. But um, for me, I think there's a distinction between the, the way you come from, you know, so um, yeah. if you tone it down or if you tone it up, that's the difference, basically. And uh, for, um, yeah, it, anyway. 
Um, you actually answered my, my first question already because I was like, okay, you are called Ember Twins and you are free people. So, you know, either you cannot count or you cannot really, uh, <laughs> or you did it on purpose. But, yeah. but you kind of answered it already because um, your latest edition came uh, 2019. So, uh, so she just mm. joined the band and, uh, and you didn't change your name. And that's fine, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah. odd for me. Uh, it's gonna uh, we at first when i was making the album uh, let us in last year uh i was making that album in 2019 mm -hmm. and uh, i was going through a really bad breakup uh, mm -hmm. and moved to a different part of the country and uh, i didn't really know what what i wanted to do Uh, with music anymore either uh, and we've played some form of alternative rock with some industrial elements before uh, and it, at the time it was only me and Mikael and he played drums and I played guitar and sang and I didn't really know where I want to go with the band so uh, I was listening to a lot of electronic bands at the moment and I was wondering if maybe we should be an electronic duo in a way doing mm -hmm. like that and i started to write a lot of more electronic stuff i didn't really have a plan so to speak i just wanted to put something out there and express a lot of stuff that mm -hmm. i had built up uh, during that time and uh, all of a sudden uh, i saw that uh, an ad on facebook of all places that <laughs> okay. Colin had just moved to this my old hometown here because i just moved back and she was searching for a band to play with and uh, she was really into punk bands and stuff like that so i thought oh, maybe maybe it could be like a three piece and uh, she could play bass then uh, so uh, i started adding guitars and bass into the music again mm -hmm. and all of a sudden we started to sound like we did now uh, so that's that's the reason we had a lot of electronic tracks on our last album. Because you can see that she joined the project, and all of a sudden we had like three tracks with guitars and bass all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. So it changed uh, the way we, yeah, made that record in a way, and that's the sound we had. And she used to play uh, play in a punk band mm -hmm. in uh, the north part of Sweden, uh, and she left that band to move here. So. Okay. So okay. it kind of changed how we did things. And, uh, and uh, I wrote the single Beautiful Liar that we released a couple of months ago somewhere. Uh, we, that was actually the first song I wrote with another person like that. Uh, and Molly was part of that. Mm -hmm. So that was a different experience and uh, a new form of Uh, era of the band in a way mm -hmm. that we started to write stuff together more and uh, so it was kind of fun she it wasn't really planned in a way either because she showed up she had planned to just record some bass on some songs i've written and recorded already and she said you know i have some bass riffs maybe you want to record some of them and i said sure i don't know what i'm gonna Mm -hmm. do with them in the future maybe something and um, I just 
she left and a couple of days later I sat and listened to them and I didn't really have any plans and all of a sudden I just listened to a riff and I started copy paste it over and over in the studio and added some drums to it and all of a sudden it became a whole song mm-hmm. and a couple of weeks later uh, I told her you know you want to hear something I just recorded this song from one of your riffs and she thought oh maybe that's like a added some drums or some vocal or something but it was more or less a finished song so yeah that was kind of funny <laughs> to see her expression <laughs> but uh, yeah so she's been a part of that as well uh, mm-hmm. influencing our sound in a way how, how tough was it for you to because you know sometimes it's not easy to make the shift from you being the, the the only one who who writes for music, you know, and and everything is according to your plan, and then um, how easy was it for you to to incorporate her ideas and you know to work together with someone? Uh, it was a bit confusing for me because I'm. People have said in the past that I'm a bit of a control freak in a yeah. way, but I don't know. But it may have to do with you know i've had people that i had bands with way back in the day that wanted to bring too much into the same project someone wanted to let's and I, i wanted maybe to play like industrial metal and all of a sudden someone shows up and we should sound more like sabaton or we should sound more like motley crew or something no no mm-hmm. <laughs> it's become too much you know you have to have some form of restriction and limits and uh, so, you know, I, I think it. We I wanted to have a form of punky vibe, a vibe to or new music, and I think she added that a bit with the bass, and she got a, a certain flow with that mm-hmm. uh, driving bass in the background, and just adding some electronic melodies over it, and I changed vocal style in a way as well. I always try to try new stuff. I don't think I even have a vocal stylized to what it's the song at the moment see what happens you know but see this is a really good point this is um i i think this is also what, what makes your your stuff a little bit outstanding that's why i'm a little bit sad that you're so unknown because um your stuff is great i, I like it you know it, it's uh, it's it's really cool stuff um and because i think what you're really doing um what I think, you know, I talked with a lot of artists and you let the song decide where it wants to go. And this is, you know, this is the highest form, highest form, you know what, I'm, I'm going to explain. This is the best form I think you you can do because it's not, you're not uh, in, a, in a certain set, you're not pressed into something and it needs to be sound, you know, like you just said with your former bandmates. Oh, we want to sound like Metric Crew. Uh, we want to sound like uh, Sabaton or something. Um, you know, you you just have a riff, and then you see where this takes you, and then you also know how to approach the singing and the vocal style of of a song. You know, because not you know, and and this is I think um, the best way of doing music, because. Um, You just let it happen. You you kind of basically open yourself up, and you're the, the gateway to the other dimension. And let whatever comes in, you 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 let pass through you, and and just add what what needs to be added. You know. So yeah. you know this is very metaphysical something, but uh, 
I think I you know you understand what what I mean. It's uh, and this this makes the best songs for me. You know, sometimes you don't need a lot of riffs, or you don't have to show off how good you can play a solo, or you know how good you can shred on your guitar. I don't care if it kills the yeah. song; it doesn't fit in there. You know, yeah. and um, yeah, and this feeling I got from from your songs as well. And so it's it's nice to hear that. Um, you know that you that you got to this point on on your own yeah uh, now i felt when i when we made the last album i felt that i don't have anything anything more to lose in a way because mm -hmm. i've already lost a lot of stuff at the moment i have to move to a different part of the country uh, i lost my apartment and a lot of stuff and i was really down i felt what's the worst that can happen if i just release something maybe if, People think it's totally awful. I don't know. I do it because mm -hmm. I feel like this is something I want to do. And I like it and I can relate to it. Exactly. Uh, so it was, yeah, in a quite different tone than we used to do. And that's a, a lot of, I, I try to follow my gut feeling when we do stuff and see what works and what feels right. And, mm -hmm. uh, Stuff up. I always send stuff to Mikael as well uh, when I do stuff and he see what he thinks about it and if, if he likes it or not and try to explain my point of view when mm -hmm. I wrote it and see what's, what's right for the band. Yeah. I've always tried to see what we can do to try some new stuff as well and I tr try to restrict myself in a way uh, I have this challenge now that I want to try to just write music on analog synths and don't use all this digital stuff too much and see what happens, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a fun challenge. And then we can start adding maybe as, like guitars and bass and stuff, but just to write something on a different instrument that you're not used to using. Mm -hmm. I think that can make it interesting and I, I was never that much of a musician if I can play guitar and I can play drums and stuff like that and I wasn't that much of a singer to begin with anyway mm. I used to sing in a punk band in my teens you know a horror punk band we oh, cool. were really into like misfits and mm -hmm. stuff so that kind of that's my background I used to play drums uh, I started playing drums when I was 11 mm -hmm. wow, so I was early yeah and I took courses and stuff, started to play like jazz and all this stuff I thought mm. was totally boring. But, jazz. Uh -huh. but they're, they're like the best drummers ever as of well. Course, if, you know, if you I mean, jazz can't is, play is, like that, is constant improvisation. You know, if you can play jazz, you yeah. can play everything. That's, that's I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not I'm I'm not dissing it. I just don't like yeah. it. So I, I understand no, it's good. It's kind of it's, yeah, it's the same. I, I'm never been into jazz, but I can totally respect Mm -hmm. musicianship and uh, I started playing drums in a lot of bands and I like what I cared most about when I was that age was more like trying to be the next, next drummer in like Iron Maiden or Kiss or something like my idols that was my mm -hmm. dream you know? mm -hmm. and uh, when I got older I started playing drums with some heavier metal bands trash metal or black metal bands and mm -hmm. a band that turned into a grindcore band before I quit and I was What's not really my thing, but it worked. You know, I 
Yeah, played along. There's a lot of uh, blast beats and and double bass all all around. Yeah. And, uh, it's it's I I played in a grindcore band as well. You know, I play bass. Right. Uh, so I like the the voice quite a lot, but the music is not so much yeah. my thing. It's it's a lot of fun. It's uh, just yeah. very fast punk basically, but mm. um, but yeah, it's it's not my thing if it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I felt that I played in a lot of bands in my teens, jumping between bands, but everyone were really fast with coming up with a band name, but they never wrote any real songs or anything. It was always like shitty covers of, mm -hmm. I don't know, Judas Priest or different Dimmeborger or Cradle of Filth stuff, you know, kind like that. And I was so bored. We never got to play live. We never did anything. People just... Came you, into the you band were just and in the the rehearsal space all the time. You just did practice all yeah. the time. You never had a gig. Obviously. No, no. We, we were just in a rehearsal space and we oh, changed man. members all the time. And I changed bands and it was just awful. And I just had enough of it. So I formed my own band. And that was a horror punk band. And I played bass and sang at the same time. And, you know, looking back in it, it, was, it wasn't really amazing, you know. But it, it, I never thought that I had to compete with professional bands at the time. I just did it because I thought it was fun, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and we printed some demos. We took a trip down to Berlin, actually. Oh, wow. And yeah, started to handing out some demos to random people. And it was really fun. Germany is a really nice place. As well. <laughs> it's a very hot actually, place really. at the moment. Yeah, yeah I, I can imagine. <laughs> it's kind of like Sweden right now. It's just boiling. Uh, Yeah. But, how, uh, how much is it? How much is it in Sweden? Just just for checking, because I want to know who suffers more, me or you. <laughs> here it's it's uh, 30, 36 degree at the moment. Yeah, it must be like 32 here or something. Okay, so uh, I suffer a little bit more. Just, just yeah, we have established it, that. <laughs> you can brag about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but, but we. Um, Played for a couple of years together and had this horror punk band. We never really went anywhere. We made some what, demos. What was the name? What was the name of a horror punk band? Hide and the Hellbillies. And then us, I, I, I always been going through different like artists' name. So mm -hmm. at the time, we all had names picked from different horror characters. So I had Hide, and um, because I like the Jekyll and Hyde movie, and I've always been into old horror movies. Big fan mm -hmm. of stuff like that. And uh, I always tried to get away from my birth name because people can't really pronounce my last name because it's Danish. So I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> yeah, it's told me all the way through my life. You know, people could never uh, get it right. So I thought, oh, fuck it, I can just use an artist name. Yeah. But um, yeah, we turned into an industrial metal band for some time. Mm -hmm. and uh, totally reformed the band and called ourselves uh, Armless Alice. And we were around for a couple of years, played some gigs here and there and some festival boats. And uh, yeah, it was, was a pretty fun time. I met Mikael at the time. He joined and he played uh, bass at the time and then moved over to drums later on. But we made some low-budget music videos and stuff. You can probably find them somewhere i tried to block to, to everything hide them. <laughs> tried to list everything but it wasn't that fantastic maybe but uh, at the time it was fun and 
yeah, I moved around a bit. I moved to Gothenburg, lived there for a couple of years. You you know what? Just, just sorry, this has nothing to do with you, but I know five bands from Gothenburg. Five. Oh, That's, yeah. It's Gothenburg is, is for, you know, I really like to call it Gothenburg. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's for some reason, you know, I know a horror punk band. I know a, a blues metal band. I know um, uh, alternative rock and uh, a, a few more. It's it's yeah. crazy. For, for some reason, this is like a hub. There's a lot of bands there. Yeah, it definitely is. It's uh, always been like a big town for musicians and everywhere you go, you know, where I live there, you always stumbled over different like musicians and rock stars and stuff as well. hilarious. Mm -hmm. So I could just go out and buy some milk and I stumble into like some members from like Hammerfall or different metal bands, you know. <laughs> and I live kind of close to Snowishaw. I don't know if you've seen him or heard about him. He played drums in like King Diamond and Merciful Fate. Uh, wow. No, I, I heard of them, but I, I, you know, I'm not familiar with the with uh, names of, uh, of uh, individuals then. Yeah. And I, I think he played drum, live drums for like Sabaton for some time as well. He's, he's kind of a bit known here in Sweden. He played in a lot of bands, drums or guitars and stuff. Uh, And that was my idol as a teen. I used to play songs that he played on, like with different bands, try to mimic his drum moves and stuff. So it was kind of weird to live kind of close to each other. Also, and, all of a sudden. Did, did you talk with him? Did you get to, to know uh, him? I talked to him like once. I didn't want to be that weird fanboy that shows up, you know, but, <laughs> but it was cool. A really nice guy. Uh, mm -hmm. Really funny. So that was pretty interesting. So uh, now we, we played around for, for a couple of years and then I moved down to uh, Wormland, Värmland, as we say it in Swedish. And it's, it's like in the middle of the woods. It's uh, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And uh, we changed like band name and I think it like inspired me to, to do some kind of other kind of music and I started to listen to a lot of other stuff as well. I got mm -hmm. really into like singer-songwriter stuff or like Lisa Yamano. Uh, uh, she's a, a person that inspired me a lot at the time. Uh, okay. I don't think that many people listen to her, but uh, I got really into more trying to mix like acoustic stuff instead mm -hmm. of electronic stuff and then have some like acoustic more drums like that with some piano. Uh, try to find some kind of weird mix you know so th that was what inspired in the in shapes album the first uh, mm -hmm. debut album that we made there and uh, i've been a fan of david bowie for a really long time since i was in my teens and i always liked that he jumped between genres and different looks and styles and stuff like that so i wanted to uh, experiment a bit with that so we we Try different looks and try the different sounds, and, mm -hmm. and I easily get bored with stuff. That's what scared me away from metal music in a way, because I think that when we we actually made an EP with Dormus Alice band back when we were like in our early 20s. and the reviews of that EP was kind of we were breaking too much too many rules of like the metal stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you always had like. Mm -hmm. 
this isn't metal, that yeah, isn't this metal. is not there true. A lot this of, is not true death yeah. metal. This is not true. This yeah. and that. I hate that. I'm, you know, this yeah. is. I don't, I don't know if you have listened to my my radio show or checked my my uh, playlist or something. I like mm. to mix it a lot. I get bored like yeah. you. I get bored very easily. Yeah. I like punk. But if I yeah. listen to three punk songs in a row and they're always just 180 uh, miles per yeah, hour yeah. and something, I get bored. I need to change it. I want something sm yeah. soft. I want some, you know, some pop music. I want some death metal. I want some yeah. industrial. You know, I like it mixed. I I get bored easily, as well. So yeah. I think we are quite quite in the same same ballpark here. Yeah, exactly. How I feel. I actually like your playlist. Uh, so it's kind of funny that I got invited to this uh, meeting in a way, hello to this interview. Uh, I think we share a lot of uh, opinions when it comes to that. And uh, I just think it's really depressing when there's too many rules. You know, you can't do this, you can't play that. And it was exactly that what scared me away from all these bands I played in when I was teenagers. Because no, we have to do it this way because Metallica did it that way. Exactly. Or like, and, and yeah, is, but why? Exactly. Would we do this that? Is, you know? Why? You know, there is in this world we have to play to so many rules. You know, you have to. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you ride your car, you have to. You know, the red light, you have to start and whatever. But the only way where you can be absolutely free is the music. There is no right yeah. or wrong in music. You can run in yeah. this direction and you can run in this direction. Yeah. Only you can say I like it or I don't like it. This is the only thing that counts, and yeah. and so you know. Sorry, sorry. I get a bit. Uh, I hate it if people say, you know, no, this we cannot do that. You know, but this is like remember where we started. I really like your approach. Let the song decide where it wants to go. You know, when um, if if it wants to become a death metal song, let it be a death metal song. If it wants to yeah. become an acoustic. A singer-songwriter piece. Let it be a singer-songwriter piece. So, what the fuck? You know, I can swear on yeah, my yeah. on my radio programs. So <laughs> I can do it as well. But no, you know, who who says you can't? You know, I mean, yeah. this is the freedom you have. Take it and don't be like, yeah. oh no, this is not true. And you know, we need yeah. to please the fans who are true this and true that. Fuck that. You know, yeah. you need to be happy because if you are on stage and you have to perform it. And you're just going through the motions because it's true. That's why I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to do this. You, you know, the people will feel that you're just like, oh, you know, I'm just, you know, doing the same again and again. Yeah, so, anyway, it's going to get boring and fail. It and, gets really and I, boring. Yeah, and uh, I felt that it's, it's when you think about rock music and metal, it was supposed to be a bit rebellious, you know, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden everyone dresses the same. It's everyone sounds the same. It's like, is this rebellious really? This is a real good point. You know, my, my one thing I really always find very, very funny. If you can see, if you see a person and it looks like a punk has to look, then he didn't understand what punk is about. Because when yeah. he wears a uniform, for a, a, a movement that shouldn't have a uniform at all because he dresses yeah. up like somebody. And, you know, just just recently, you know, I, I'm, I'm a lot on on YouTube. I, I listened, uh, there was a, a new Loudwire um, a video with, uh, this is the, the bands you have to listen to, the new stuff. And, and I was just listening to yeah. the first three or something. And I just wrote down, Thank you. This is more of the same. We don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of we, yeah. we, we are. 
how come that that I, I don't get it. You know, if we would have been doing the same thing over and over again, we all would play mm. blues rock like Black Sabbath has done. You yeah, know, yeah. there would be yeah. no metal. There would be no something because there's always evolving, always going somewhere. Um, and I don't get it why people are so. I get it, you know, if you do a tribute band, you know, that you want to cover yeah. and you want to sound like uh, King Crimson or whatever. You, that's absolutely <laughs> fine. That's cool. Yeah. But but, but when you sound like them and when you, you know, if you get a step into others' shoes, you never l l leave your own footprint. So yeah. do something new. Be creative. Be Use yeah. your brain and, and be happy with, like, you know, as you said, that you're starting with, um, with, um, You know, I thought it's a it's a Moog synthesizer, but it's a it's a cork, right? Right? You said in, yeah, the, yeah, in the background, exactly. people on the podcast will not see it, but it's it's really nice old fashioned uh, um, synthesizer. And you said you're gonna start with with old fashioned synthesizers, and you don't know much about them. But this yeah. is exactly the approach I think. Okay, you know, I think we're we're from the same that I like the most because you will stumble across things that you would have not for, found if you would look, you know, if you uh, go through a tutorial and you know exactly what to do. And if you play this chord, this happens. You will just play around and see what happens. Yeah. And you will stumble. Yeah. You will find new things. And it's so much more fun to explore yeah. in this way. And um, anyway, I, I think we're we really the same here. So, um, yeah, yeah. The, the point is... Uh, Let's stop with this because I can go on forever. It's music is freedom, and you should have this freedom. And um, I, I, you know, I don't. I hope I'm not intruding here, but I don't think you have a label yet or something. You know, somebody. Uh, no, with... we we actually used to have a label uh, with my past band and uh, my band. We used to have, but we never really got along with each other, uh, so we left after a year. Uh, And I, I feel kind of free at the moment with See, what we do. This is exactly so, what I wanted to say. You are free yeah. because you don't have yeah. an obligation. You don't have to uh, please the 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 you know the landlord and and yeah, kind yeah. of uh, put out uh, a thing you know. And it's it's commercial commercially viable and this and that. You know, fuck that. You know, do what you want. Yeah. The, okay, yeah. one last thing, and then I stop and let you talk again because it's sure, sure. it's it's you. I want to get to know. Uh, The worst thing I have uh, I I uh, I found out lately was um, that there are people who um, optimize songs for Spotify, and yeah, this yeah. is the worst thing you can do. You know, they they kind of start with a hook line right away, so you you get the, in the thirty first uh, first thirty seconds you get hooked, so that you listen to it, and they're very short, one minute thirty uh, or something, so you can listen more, you can have more plays and. And I'm like, man, this is so wrong, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's not even like art or music anymore. It's like a weird product. Yeah, you, you, you're working for an algorithm. You're working for a yeah, machine. Sure. You know, tell this to Peter Steele with with an 11 minute Tybo negative song. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and we will. You can play it only six, even less than six times per hour, <laughs> and yeah. it's great. And this is how I mean, you know, don't. Fuck all the rules. Do what you want to yeah. do because this is... Okay, and then I close with this, sorry. But if you always play in the rules, you always will do what everyone else has done. But the yeah. only person who are really 
stands out of a crowd and you know like you said with David Bowie he got I'm pretty yeah. sure he got bored with all his personas and then he just killed him and yeah. you know Ziggy Stardust and he started a new one and yeah. this is how progress is happening that you kind of do something new if you do what everyone else does you're doing whatever you know you're just one of a yeah. million of a drops in the ocean but if you do something special then you are you know <laughs> when you might not be recognized for it But at least yeah. you did something, but no one else did. So I'm stopping yeah. now. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. that's that's something. And I and I think like when I remember something about Bowie, there I remember his son Duncan talked about that Bowie didn't always succeed with every incarnation. That's I mean, true. but he always tried. He always mm -hmm. experimented and was never afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. And that can be quite a difference, you know, when you like out being a creative and. You know, you just dare to go places, and if it fails, it fails, and then you'll try something new next time and see what happens. You never like try to emulate other stuff, you know, because it will be boring as well. And you exactly. don't, it's that really a fun journey anyway, you know, to just mm -hmm. you could easily just be a cover band, you know, by that point. I think, I think the most important thing. And and you know, I take this for my for myself as well because you know what I'm doing here, um, you know, talking with you and and then putting it on the internet and when my friends say, oh, Tobias, you you put in so much time here and and you know and you you got only like uh, I don't 260 uh, uh, followers and so nobody is watching this and so, but you know. I get it. Yeah, it's not uh, you know a, a little snippet and, and not you know a flashy TikTok whatever. Um, mm. But I'm doing and this is the same as you. I'm doing what I like and I'm doing what yeah. is worthwhile to me. This is kind of my yeah. hobby. And if somebody else likes it, good. If not, mm. when you know you're not uh, supposed to be here, then then just pass on. Yeah. There's millions of other things you can you can watch Netflix and whatever. But if you're yeah. interested and if you want to get to know Ember Twins, then just check it out and you will get to know. Yeah. And, you know, and I have my fun with it. My point I'm trying to make is just people look today at the metrics, you know, oh, she has only 10,000 followers or something. So yeah, she's, yeah. she's not really that, that good. You know, who the fuck cares? You know, how was yeah. it in the past? Would have uh, uh, Black Sabbath ever started when, you know, oh, we, we only have 1,000 followers. Um, can we play there, please? You know, back then we would be like, what are you talking about? You know, either you're good or you're not good. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so, you know, this is kind of, it ran out of proportion. But I I have like a few, okay, I'm stopping with my theory. Sorry. Um, I have like the pendulum swings in one direction. And then it will swing in the other direction, you know, that people are all, you know, for for TikTok engagement and, you know, and viewer blah, 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 and yeah. all this stuff. And then it will be like, <laughs> and then they will cook, uh, look, look at the uh, at the content, you know, if it's really worthwhile to look at it. Yeah. And if it's really worthwhile to have a little tidbit, you know, um, oh, so, sorry, I'm getting from one to another. Uh, okay. <laughs> In the past, I did run these videos, uh, this, these uh, talks also on, on the radio station where I'm a radio DJ, right? And um, and my radio boss hated it because it was only a very, you know, only people who are interested in Amber Twins would listen to this show, 
Yeah. And, and mm. then I would be there for an hour and talking, blah, blah, blah. And so, and he asked me, but just put in, you know, little tidbits, f uh, cut out, you know, like uh, 30 seconds of what he said, cool stuff. And, you know, and, and then, but I'm not interested in it. What can you say in mm. 30 seconds? What can you put in, in a, in a, in mm. a little one minute segment? You know, it will be yeah. funny and cool. People will click it a thousand times, yeah. and, but it would be, Nothing, you know, it's it's, it's without substance. There is no nutritional yeah. value in it. And anyway, so I guess now I'm giving it back to you. I yeah. guess we're in, yeah. in the same boat here. You know, we're doing what we like to do. And mm. it doesn't really matter if people like it. As long as we like it, everything is all right. Yeah. And I, I think regarding podcasts, I'm, I've become a, quite an addict when it comes to podcasts and it's just so really fun <laughs> yeah yeah it's always great and, and i appreciate that there are people like you out there that care about music so much that you have something like this and i think it's, it's great value and i think it, it adds so much you know to the whole music community and i think it's great and i love to just like sit and just listen to people talking and about and you don't don't really have to have a subject to, mm -hmm. to begin with you know we just it just keeps going and flowing and it's you know, all over different subjects after a while you know that usually happens like that with like humans and all when we mm -hmm. speak to each other and um yeah i just think it's great uh and it's so funny when you talk about like about followers and numbers did you see the guy there in was from like USA or something and he faked his followers yeah, on yeah. Facebook. I, I and got, this was a big story, you know, he, yeah, in the UK, you know, he it, like it was, he, yeah. he, in a way, you know, he pointed out something with it as well, you mm -hmm. know, that you can really shit yourself into the mm -hmm. big, into big tours and stuff. And sure, no one shows up, but it's kind of funny, you know, because people have asked us before as well, yeah, but how many Facebook followers do you have or how it was like, sure i can always buy more facebook followers if you want to you know but really and, and i get it you know honestly you know i, I you know there's always two sides to it so i understand it also you know if you have a a, a small club owner and you're a known yeah, yeah. band and you know yeah. he, he wants to sell beer and and, and booze and stuff yeah. and he needs to make a living um and if you only bring three people then you know he's kind of like you know yeah, I like your music but it's not working so i get yeah, it you know i can understand stuff like that i can understand it's it's must be tough to like survive as, as a club but come to talk about clubs i found this very funny because i have this friend uh that tried to help us with this uh, tour in germany he, he talked about how much germans actually go to clubs you mm -hmm. seem to have like clubs open every day in a week of the week yeah. more or less that's kind of <laughs> insane you know here in Sweden, you you can't really even if you open like one day in a week or something, you can't get people there. It's weird, you know. It's impossible to get Swedes to go out. The the thing is here, you know, I'm I'm here in in Jena. That's that's my hometown, and we have like two universities here, so you have a lot of students. You know, we have like yeah. twenty five thousand uh, students. You know, young people, and we want to be entertained. So, I mean, there's yeah. always. I mean, of course, now was pandemic and all this shit, but um, uh, but there's always something going on. You know, and and the people oh. want to be entertained, and then you you find your audience, and then, um, so yeah, it's it's uh, it's not the same in in Gothenburg, even you know, in in the. Uh. 
you know, we don't have any, we have more, we have a ton of bands in Gothenburg, but it isn't that many places to play at, you know, and uh, hmm. so it's, it's kind of weird, you know, if, if everywhere you look in Sweden, you have a few places here and there to play, but it's either full of, like, there's always band, bands booked there, or we got, like, these bigger places. So if you are a small band, it's very hard to find, like, good clubs. Mm. And if there are clubs, they're usually, like, true metal stuff. It is, you can't uh, really play that. It's, it's yeah, true, the synth, you know, your band for life. <laughs> like, mm. stuff mm. like that. And, uh, yeah. And we tried to do something different. You know, we, when we had our last band, me and Mikael, that's an industrial band called Arms Andes. We actually got banned from stuff, and we, really? we, we didn't really want. Yeah, they didn't really like us. We were too weird, and we were. We just tried to do something different, you know. Because usually people walk up and they say hello to everyone, start playing a song, you know. And we had like big intros, and we had props on stage, and we wanted to like entertain people, mm-hmm. you know. We had like several sets of TVs on the uh, on the stage as well that you can walk on and stuff, and people were like what the fuck are these guys up to you know <laughs> so it's was kind of weird you know so, so you got really that, banned banned from yeah this yeah place? yeah from at a place at our hometown we couldn't play there anymore because they thought we were too weird to to really be there and i mean we played industrial metal we um, i guess we sounded a lot like bands like death stars and stuff and so it wasn't some weird underground like yeah i mean death stars is, is cool, and cool pants stuff, and you, you know? know i mean exactly yeah. because you know one one thing um i really have to uh, okay so I, i will take over the conversation a little bit again because um yeah, sure. um i said earlier you know that that music is freedom and i i mean it music is freedom do whatever you like But sometimes, yep. you know, as I'm as I'm a radio DJ, I get a lot of songs uh, uh, sent to me. You know, please listen to this and that. And sometimes people um, abuse the label experimental because yeah, if, yeah. You ca- if you cannot do anything and if you cannot sing, if you cannot play an instrument, you do experimental music because it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you know, it yeah, kind of just, everything. Yeah. It's just a lot of noise and oh and you know ominous whatever yeah. and then yeah. and then i'm supposed to find value in this shit and so yeah, yeah. um this is with you know where, where i draw the line you know i mean um yeah. i also don't like the, the i don't know uh you know you played in metal bands uh i don't like crawling so much you know like uh, this, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, this because It disguises most of the time people who cannot sing because, you know, you can yeah. scream. I know it's a technique and, and you know, there's a, a thing. But for me, it's more like, okay, you know, these guys, we cannot do much. Uh, so we cannot sing, we cannot play, but, you know, we make a lot of noise um, yeah. and call it experimental or special, whatever. So... Um, so it's it's a it's a shield you know to kind of show uh, to hide your um your inabilities yeah. let's put it this way so where i'm i'm drawing the line but you know i don't know how you really sounded then as you as you got banned but you know yeah. i know how the death star sound and they are really for me this is kind of mainstream yeah, it, goth rock pop yeah, kind yeah. of thing that's kind of how we sound we, we had like i mean we didn't actually exactly sound like them in a way but we had these clean vocals 
like a bit basic, but uh, we had like this three minutes metal songs more or less, and it wasn't that weird. But I think it was like we had like platform boots, boots, and like stuff like that, you know, and makeup, uh, and it was that whole thing going on, you know. So and I think people didn't really like that, but I grew up like with bands like that I liked was like Kiss, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. So it wasn't that weird for me, you know, as a, trying to entertain people. I love bands like Alice Cooper, or artists like mm-hmm. Alice Cooper, you know, when he entertain, entertains people in a way, he has props in it. So for me, it was like a, just a natural thing and people didn't really understand it. Or bar, bar owners didn't really understand us, you know, because we had like a few followers and stuff mm-hmm. that really liked us and appreciated that we stood out. Mm-hmm. But uh, we they even had a contest at uh, in our hometown, uh, and they tried to ban us there as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's pr- how, how real long, weird. How long was this ago? I mean, you know, because things have changed a little bit. Today it's more like you know it's it's more mm-hmm. the opposite coming like that. People want to be yeah. genre fluid and you know uh, yeah. cross yeah. over all over the place and stuff. So how 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 long was it? How it was ago? like. 10 years ago or something okay. so it wasn't that long no, no, but not that long in, i remember that when we played that contest that were we outraged our, a lot of parents that, there because of, they of had fake this... blood or something <laughs> no no we didn't even have fake blood you know because they think we had some form of uniforms on us okay. the, that they thought were like military stuff but we it were didn't have any form of stuff like that. We never so thought so of anything like that. Yeah, it's so weird. So I think that sometimes Sweden can be a bit conservative mm. when it comes to like stuff like that. And then they don't have that. Sure, they've had some clubs that play like alternative bands and stuff, but they're few and far between. Mm-hmm. And these bigger clubs don't really understand anything that doesn't sound like Led Zeppelin or Iron Maiden and stuff. It's all like guitar rock places. And sure, they have some heavier, but still. Trying to think, you know, but, but, you know, I get a little bit bored by it by now. But, um, you know, I really like Rammstein, you know. And Rammstein always does the the thing, you know, uh, outrageous stuff and, you know, perverted things and and uniforms and, and, you know, killing people. And I mean, like like Alice Cooper, you know, just just bigger, just just bigger, basically. Um, So I don't get it, Uh, you you know, and, and people... Are so used to that, and and um, yeah. it sounds like you, you just did a did a smaller version of Alice Cooper or Rammstein. Yeah, and it, and, it, it was kind of like that, you know. And people were really upset. And I, I remember it. Hmm. We had this guy, and he, he actually came and talked to us after the show, and he wanted to help promote us. And it was kind of funny because we were like in our early twenties, and he was probably like forty-five something and he said he had connections uh, connections and he wanted to help us reach some other level you know and mm-hmm. the first thing he asked me was do you have any nazi tattoos and i said no no why would i have that you know i always i have like colorful mm-hmm. horror tattoos you know like, i always liked horror movies and horror comics uh, and it was like yeah but do you know you guys really upset a lot of people when you play that a lot of parents but mm. all the kids loved you. <laughs> so it was kind of weird because all the kids and the more 
yeah, younger people there understood what we were trying to do. But the parents, they must be like the same age as Alice Cooper, more or less. Mm. So how could they not see what, what we tried to do, you know? And um, yeah, so that was pretty weird. Uh, that you can get that kind of reaction in the 2000s, you know? You don't really get any reaction at all, mm. usually. So that was kind of funny. I, I mean, you, you could... In a way, you could you could turn it around as something positive, because you yeah. got a reaction. You know, I mean, the worst yeah. thing is if you don't get a. Re it's like, oh yeah, we sound nice. Yeah, da da da. You know. Yeah, yeah. You don't really you care. Hear. It's kind of yeah. like, fuck off. When it's when it's really yeah. the worst thing you can get. But yeah. um, so in a way, I mean, you know, if you if you take this is kind of a Rammstein approach, people talk about it. The press will, yeah. oh, you know, we are we are playing Nazis in their in their um, yeah. um, video, or we're killing this and that, and uh, yeah. you know, this is a lot of press we get for for mm. nothing. You know, I mean, um, just yeah. for the outrage, and people will talk about it. So in a way, <laughs> you did it. You did it yeah. right. You just didn't yeah. use the, the spin, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm just weird. surprised, honestly. Yeah, yeah, and I remember back in high school and stuff uh, that you couldn't play bands like Rammstein there really? because, yeah, they said that yeah, that's Nazi music, and okay. I liked Rammstein. I mm -hmm. obviously knew that they're not Nazis. They're they got their own thing going, and mm -hmm. I actually learned a bit of German as well uh, throughout the years, and I. I was so upset that people never looked into what they tried to ban, you know, mm -hmm. like, what are you, it's, it's kind of like how Sweden was in the 80s, they tried to ban stuff like Wasp and stuff like that, you okay. know, it was ridiculous, you know, uh, a lot of heavy metal bands, and uh, it can happen here and there, you know, but it's not really, I mean, now we got like big festivals here in my hometown here that's place like black metal bands and death metal bands the Jävle metal it's called Jävle metal Jävle metal festival mm -hmm. and they got a lot of big like darker bands you know so they do exist in a way but sometimes you you can see like some reflection of the past in a way but mm. yeah, like see, this, is, this is what i don't don't really get because from i mean you know i have to be absolutely honest i always lump all these scandinavian countries together from for me yeah. this is one one big blob uh so yeah. you know for, for you're all black metal territory and and you know really gruesome church burning and and when you tell me this story you just told me yeah. and i i cannot get it you know there's like mm. people burning crosses and stuff and and being anti-religious and where yeah, yeah. i can understand that you know uh, a normal family would be like oh no this is not good and yeah but, yeah. but um just for entertainment and um i don't know uh, i mean i haven't been there and i believe what what you mm. what you're saying but it's it's yeah. it sounds very odd in a way you know this is what what music needs to do it, it The worst thing, like I said, what happens if, if people say, oh, yeah, you know, then it's elevator music, you know, it doesn't, you know, it goes yeah, yeah, in here sure. and goes out there and it doesn't stuck with you. Even if I hate yeah. a thing, it's better because when, when I would, oh, no, I don't like that. And then I can tell yeah. you why I don't like it. And then it means I have, you know, um, 
I, I kind of familiarized myself with it. So uh, anyway, maybe maybe let's bring it back to to Ember Twins because this is um, yeah. Uh, so as far as I know now, is uh, and this is very positive. Um, you kind of let the music decide where to go. So you have no real, yeah. okay, this is Amber Twins and this is not Amber Twins anymore. You know, this is kind of, um, you let it happen. You let it flow. And and most likely from what I heard so far, the next songs or the next EP or album will be even sound different because you, you're doing now analog yeah. stuff and yeah. mixing some things. So... Um, yeah this is really cool or do you have any do you have any goals you want to reach here or uh, just you know having fun for me it's about expressing myself uh, and it would be great to get out and tour you know when the pandemic is over and uh, so so for me it's we try to like take it year for year and see what's what seems like uh, the next step or like something logical to do next and uh, right now it would be fun to just experiment and try some new sounds but i easily get bored with stuff you know mm -hmm. even like before we even released a record and I, i want to do something new you know i'm on to the next because it takes a lot to mix and master stuff and the production mm -hmm. part and uh, you know when i when i'm not doing like the ember twin stuff i also make some music for like indie games and stuff like oh, i cool. make some music for a mobile phone game at the moment so it's, there's always like music all around mm -hmm. me and it's always something scheduled that i need to work on and right now with ember twin we're actually working on a new music video mm -hmm. so uh we're looking forward to see the reaction to that uh we put quite a lot of effort into it when, when does it come out uh we don't have a release date ah. yet we're editing it right now actually so So please, please send it to me once once you have released it. Uh, you know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to. I, I was watching some of your other videos. Um, the the latest one um, there was a lot of strobe thing, and I was I, yeah. I turned I turned it down. So I just wanted to listen <laughs> to the, the music is great, but the the, the strobe yeah. was kind of annoying for me. Uh, yeah, you know, I guess you get with a lot. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I. Sometimes I try to think of stuff like that. And sometimes I just do stuff, you know. It's like, yeah, if people like it, they like it, you know. But mm -hmm. I, I think it's kind of cool effect. But people don't always like strobes, you know. Yeah, I like like bright lights and flashy stuff. You know, That's so absolutely kinda... fine, you know. Don't, don't take my word yeah. for it. It was just, yeah. um, you know, I like. Okay, this is but this is just me, you know. I like videos where where a story is told, you know, where um, yeah, you know, where something is happening and stuff. Uh, so that's why I always like to watch. And but if it's just this, then I, you know, I, I kind of put it in a different tab and just listen to the music because you know yeah. I like I like the music, but there was nothing going on what really needed my attention uh, yeah. to be there at least as far as I could see, because the rest yeah. I haven't seen, I have to admit. You, you should have been there, though, because I have that. we had that flashing light in your face this when we made Really? It. You, you had it yeah. for real? Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was flashing all around. You couldn't see anything, you know, like going around blindly in the woods, you know, so it's... And we were only two people making the video. It was me and Mikael, so... Mm -hmm. So that, in the middle of the night, <laughs> and it was so funny, because we had, like, corpse paint and stuff, Because mm -hmm. at first we wanted to make 
something uh, a bit like some ridiculous black metal video, you know, mm -hmm. because Sweden is kind of known for black metal, kind of like Norway in a way. That's kind of darker stuff. And so we thought maybe it would be fun to do something like that, kind of like, yeah, let's do a black metal video. We've never done a black metal video, even though we played in bands like that, you know, before. So it was so weird without any real plans. It was raining outside. It was dark. Mm -hmm. And we were going through this dark side of town. We were go getting near this big woods, wooden area. And all of a sudden, this guy, older guy, shows up on a bicycle. And he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And we're like going there with hoods on and mm -hmm. like corpse paint and stuff. You're going and to a black mess, man. Yeah. You want to be so all funny. them to slaughter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it's a funny thing. He got interested and wanted to follow us into the woods. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it was like this guy, you know, this was hilarious. Like, God, doesn't think about survival at all. You know, it's like you get mm -hmm. to go follow strangers with corpse paint into the woods in the middle of the night while it's raining. <laughs> You, you, never, you never know what these people are into, so... <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, in a way, maybe it wanted to be sacrificed, <laughs> something. I don't know. But it you was know, so funny, but, but we... Yeah. yeah. No, no this, this just reminded me uh, some friends of mine, uh, uh, you know, a band from L.A., they told me an, a, a similar story where we did a, a little um, a video in, in a public park And we didn't know it was a it was a um, a place where you know the, the gay people meet and you know and have, <laughs> have their business and they wow. were there with their paint and and they had uh, you know also uh, blood and and all this stuff and and people were looking at them really strangely and uh, yeah so so it sounded a little bit like that but there was so much traffic there so and and here it's like people want to follow you uh, even yeah. if you have some strange paint on. Yeah, don't maybe have some charisma or something. I don't know what, <laughs> why he wanted to be around us so much, but it was hilarious. <laughs> he had a death wish, maybe. Yeah, probably. That's there's a lot of fun stories, you know, when you're a tiny band, you know, when you want to do some videos and you want to do them outside or stuff. Now mm -hmm. we the, the new video we're editing right now. It's uh, filmed with a green screen, okay. so at least we could be inside and control the light thing, light or everything uh but it was kind of funny you know because we just thought that maybe we sh should just have like makeup and do we had some ideas you know to what we were going to do with the video and stuff and all of a sudden my girlfriend asked me maybe you should uh, i should go and go and buy some yam strawberry yam or something and you can like use that somewhere in the video so you will see there's some funny okay. where there's like yam all over the place and it's filmed in her apartment it was all over the floor and yeah it was uh, hilarious you had, to, you had to clean so up the, a lot lately <laughs> yeah it, mm. it was kind of like do you remember that was your cover when he had like some raspberry yam or oh, is it strawberry yam yes in his mouth like speak of the devil Is it Diary of a Madman? Something like now is that live album. He made something. I'm talking to Mika, he's next to me. Also. Okay. <laughs> uh, Hi, Mika. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I don't see you. Yeah, he's invisible at the moment. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but 
He keeps sort you in check. He, he has you yeah, on, he, on a little leash here, and then you know. Yeah, <laughs> if I say something stupid, he will, he he will kick, electrocute your, he would me. kick your leg and stuff. Yeah, I see. <laughs> yeah, it's been like that throughout the whole interview. You know, yeah, you, 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 your legs yeah. are, are blue, uh, blue and 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 yellow from from all the yeah, kicks. I'm, I'm pretty exactly sure. Exactly like that. <laughs> I see. So, no, but it's fun to do to do some like unexpected stuff you could use stuff around you know we don't mm -hmm. we don't really have that much of a budget you know when you film mm -hmm. stuff yeah fun to i completely use understand the things you have you know so uh yeah it will be fun to see what people think about it's a lot of work you know uh, as mm -hmm. well if, as when you're the band making music you're making a video you're editing the video it's a ton of work and i always want to release you know, some new stuff and as soon as we have recorded something new i want to be on to the next more or less mm -hmm. and i don't I, really I want it, to get it edit stuff for so but um so. if you i mean how how tough is it then for you because if you if you go on tour again you know uh one day hopefully um this pandemic will be over and you can go out again yeah. how tough will it be for you to to play the things uh you done like a year ago or two years ago Because you know when you when you have it in your set, is it still, you know, if there's still the energy there, is there still the spark you feel, or is it just with yeah. a, when you release something you want to move on to the next? But if you play it live, it's something different. I, I think that you, we still like rehearse together, so I think that the energy is still there. You know, I always get excited. I think we all get excited when we get to play the stuff mm -hmm. finally, like <laughs> with mm -hmm. each other. And uh, I think we get this uh, excitement every time we we play the stuff. So I, I think we're not really bothered by it in mm -hmm. that sense. So okay. I, I think it will. But uh, right now, we're just looking forward to actually play any show and to see. It. But it will probably be like booked for a while everywhere. Mm. As I yeah, this as is well. this is what I realized now too. Uh, it's kind of. You know, I, I was really hoping, uh, you know, uh, now, you know, it's the summertime and things are opening up again and, and you know, and the, the incidents are really down and whatever. But um, what I realized with, or what I didn't had on my conscience was um, there's all these bands booked for last year. And they, yeah, you yeah, know, first exactly. these shows gonna get played, and then the next shows are already booked for the next year. Yeah. So it's it's like like you have like two years where where everything is kind of set already. Um, yeah. So it's really tough. I mean, you can find some underground things where you can play for sure. You know, you will find yeah. things. But see, this is what I wanted to ask you anyway, because uh, you said that you were planning on on touring Germany. Uh, so yeah. of course this has been fallen through but will you rekindle this uh, will there be uh, another effort maybe uh, next year i guess this year is too late yeah. but next year yeah. maybe yeah i hope so uh, the plan is to to do that but uh, it will be hard i mean there will be a lot of like bands fighting to play the mm -hmm. same places more or less and that's especially on this level uh at least I think it helps a bit that it's Germany. You, you seem to have like open all the time anyway, you know, with like bars and stuff, you know, when it, mm -hmm. if you look at places like Sweden, you're everyone fighting over the same weekend or less like, so it, mm. it helps a bit, but it, it's uh, it will be difficult, I think. 
to get back and try to get a full tour going and but stuff. I mean, so. honestly, I, I'm 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 a nobody, you know. So don't don't overestimate what I'm what I'm telling you right now. But if you if you are starting to to plan your tour, please let me know because I can uh, I know a few people here, you know, of course. So uh, maybe if it works for you uh, on the tour, you know, that, that, that you, because usually you book a tour like uh, one date where one date, you know, that it's kind of makes sense yeah. to to go. A, a route something and and um i know a few clubs uh here so um i'm i'm not promising you anything but please let me know yeah. and if you have some open dates we might be able to fill it if you're in the area you know yeah. and uh, uh i mean where you really would 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 uh, be very well suited for is of course the dark dark uh, wave uh, the, no, the wave gothic treffen in leipzig oh. but um You have heard yeah, of it, heard I'm about pretty that. sure. Yeah, it's the biggest yeah. one in the world, so you should have heard of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, so. so, but this is not this year, as far as I know. I mean, it it would have been already. So next year, oh, sorry, next year might be uh, again. Uh, and then I'm like what I said, they're already pre-booked. I'm pretty sure. But uh, what I wanted to say in Leipzig, there's a lot of clubs, and I know a few people in Leipzig, so we can you you know anyway. My point is, let me know when you're coming on tour because, you know, I have a weekly radio show and I can at least say something about it and, uh, uh, you know, and let um, people know that you're touring and also, you know, play your tracks, of course, and maybe even get you here and then we can have a live interview. <laughs> This would be cool. Yeah, that would be amazing. That sounds like a cool idea and I really appreciate it. Uh, so it sounds like like a fun thing. Uh, sure. Um so yeah we'll see what happens next you know so mm -hmm. like right now we're planning a lot of i had this idea that i wanted to release like an ep or album next mm -hmm. you know but uh spotify and this whole streaming stuff it's kind of made for singles that's mm -hmm. kind of and uh, i'm an al album guy you know i love big albums yeah. concept albums like the wall with pink floyd and stuff like that you know mm -hmm. so To me, I would love to just release these big albums, you know, or EPs. Uh, but we'll see. We we have just released like a lot of singles. Mm. Or but like, but you know, I, I get it. You know, I mean, we talked about it that uh, you know, Tybo Negative, they would be uh, <laughs> a single would be like an EP for for others. Yeah. Um, but um, what I'm but on the other hand, what I always suggest to people is like put up whatever you want to put out put it out in singles first and then you know mm. every two weeks or every three weeks you put out a single and then after x amount of months you put out the album you know and then yeah. you have a special track on it uh, uh, or a remix or something that that makes it kind of um, worthwhile to have to have it as an album but like you said it doesn't for for a spotify user I don't, you know, I'm I'm a Spotify user myself. I don't care um, about the album. If I like the track, I put it in my list, and that's it, you know. And and when I want the yeah. track, and it is very very rarely, I have to admit, that I then go through a whole album. You know, it's yeah. it's very it takes a lot rare. of effort in a way uh, yeah. to and, to that like, time. And yeah, people and don't, don't really forget, have that time. Exactly. This is also, you know, I don't. Sometimes I feel a little bit bad when I'm when I'm so short um, 
um, how you say uh, when I when I answer people very shortly uh, because it's you know I have a family I have a job I I also do a little bit of music I have my radio show I have you know mm -hmm. um, I have actually two radio shows and this video put so free shows yeah. <laughs> so anyway my, my point is I also have a limited amount of of time you know so uh, yeah. Um, so yeah whenever people say uh, I gonna send you something and then they send me a whole album I'm always telling them please give me your best shot you know what I like yeah. um, so you know what, what my channel is about um, and give me one that suits best because I have not the time to go through your whole album um, yeah. So I'm I'm really sorry about that and but it's it's the way it is you know I get like yeah. 50 to 100 50 to 100 songs a week uh, I have to go mm. through so this just means I don't have the time to really get into oh uh, you know I always think it's funny when when people write to me um, oh uh, first chorus comes in at two minutes something yeah. and then the the big drop and reveal comes at three minutes so and I'm, mm. I'm like okay and before that i shouldn't listen to that or what, what, what do you think you know i mean if a song sucks before the drop and before the which does you know the drop doesn't make it good better sorry gooder <laughs> better i mean uh you you get my point you know so your music needs to be good um and we, we talked about this before i don't want you know that you do spotify uh, uh um algorithmized music you know uh, yeah. short and whatever do the way be, because you know i'm listening to so much music i this might sound that i'm very full of myself but i get it um you know i i, I give you the attention of at least two minutes of my time i give yeah. you and if you don't make it in two minutes in a three minute song okay then there is you know when i'm not going to consider you that's yeah. basically it um and that's just how it is today you know yeah. you always compete with everything this this mm. you know way you compete with like netflix and everything everyone it's true it's time you know it's all over the place mm -hmm. so yeah it must be already talking about like i was you mentioned type of negative and i have really long songs that must be really hard to <laughs> release a single of like nine minutes right now and try to get mm -hmm. people's attention and yeah, it's uh, kind of a different animal in a way. To, if you think what the music industry used to be, mm -hmm. in a way. But but still, yeah. uh, remember what I said. We can be the change we want to see. You know, this yeah. just because it is the way it is, it can change yeah. because it was different before, and it is different yeah. now, and it will be different again. You know, because yeah. at the moment Spotify is the is the big thing. But I talked with a lot of artists, and they say, you know, now it's the golden age of Spotify. But this will change. Then it will become yeah. maybe YouTube, and then you will have um, videos again and, and lyric uh, videos or wh whatever you know, or something else what we don't even know yet. Uh, even this mm. stupid TikTok, whatever, you know, I yeah. mean, maybe I'm just too old for TikTok, so I don't want to bash it too much. But mm. um, you get my point, you know, it's um, things are always moving. The only thing that's different from the past, I think, is that they're moving faster. You know, things, yeah. trends are getting, you know, coming and going faster. But this, you know, for the two of us just means do what you really love. So that yeah. um, 
the worst thing is if, if you if you're just um, running after a trend and trying to do oh this is in at the moment and you, mm. you're outdated the 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 moment you you bring out your single because when is yeah. thousands of people have done it then and then you're just the thousand and first and nobody will care yeah. about it but if you yeah. do what you really love to do and you you really mean it then people will get it maybe not a million right away but you know. Yeah. We're back to this number game, you know. Yeah, But only so a lot of followers. Then they must be good. This is this yeah. is bullshit. Yeah, and if you think about stuff like that, then like the cheeseburger they sell at McDonald's must be yeah. the best food ever. Yeah, must be in a way, the best the best food in the world because it's most sold. Yeah, so that's kind of mm -hmm. it's kind of the same thing, it's, you know. It's, it's exactly sold everywhere. Probably. Yep. Yeah. So, and I think it's funny with this whole gay thing that. They have like everyone releases singles now. It's kind of like how it used to be, like when jukeboxes were around, you know, and people have singles out, and there were never any real albums. And it's kind of like goes back to that era in a way, you know, that people had singles, and they maybe they like put a lot of singles together and released a from a collection. Uh, mm -hmm. Kind of goes in a circle in a way. Yeah, and, and and this honestly, this I don't think is so bad because, um, you know, this this goes back to to where we started. That we are very similar. That I like a lot of different things. You know, um, so I like this one single from you, and then the next two I don't like so much, yeah. and then the next one, you know, and then I would, you know, I would put my my playlist. I would put together anyway the way I like it, you know, how I like to yeah. hear it. So I do, wouldn't care, um, uh, you know, if it's an album or if it's a concept album, and you really thought about it, and this goes into that. That's that's fine, you know. It, it's good mm -hmm. if I'm really interested, and this is why we're talking. If I'm really getting interested in in um, Uh, in a musician, in an artist, then I talk with them because then I want to get to know them. Then I want to know where where you're coming from, you know. And one of my <laughs> prepared questions I didn't ask you even is because you answered it uh, um, voluntarily. Is uh, um, you know you had this this song? Uh, I think what I put in my playlist. You want you want me to make uh, hunt humans. Um, you make people sound humans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, "Oh man!" So explain yourself. But when you said, you know, you were in a in a bad place and you were just in a breakup uh, relationship and and stuff, so you know, you kind of had all this, I, I think, uh, frustration and anger. Uh, you just put out and. Um, whatever i wanted to talk about um anyway and, and i liked this song and then maybe in yeah. the next album i like only two songs and and that's yeah. that's fine with me you know and i yeah. also and when i stop with that um just just also think about it it is better that um um if you try to please everyone you will please no one And yeah. so it's better totally. to have a few distinctive followers and, and listeners and fans, you know, who really love your stuff than just a lot of people who just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard them, you know, and, and this is yeah. nothing, you know, when we, we, we yeah. com come back to this to this story uh, you, you told about the guy, you know, who made the UK tour. And so you can think yeah, yeah. a lot of what does it mean to have a million followers if they yeah. don't do anything? 
You know, yeah, if you have totally. 10 followers who really love your stuff and come and bring their friends and their spouses yeah. and their, their girlfriends and, and their whoever, you know, this is so much more meaningful. And it's such yeah. a better relation than just like, oh, yeah, you know, today this and tomorrow that and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, this is my stopping point here. Yeah, no, I agree. Definitely, I agree. Uh, it's better to build something real with a small following. That's something mm -hmm. big that it's just fluff, you know, so it doesn't really uh, yeah, do that much. But uh, regardless to the single that uh, we talked about, you make me want to hunt humans, it ties in a bit with fur that we released. Uh, and it's a lot about animal rights and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm a big oh, animal friend. Mm -hmm. And I've been that for many, many years. Uh, so it's part of that. And I sometimes I write lyrics like that or content like that. Mm. And uh, I don't like animal abuse. Not that many people do, you know. So sometimes it's good to use your voice, you know, to raise uh, topics like that. And I don't want to be a preaching person. Mm. You know, I, I sometimes I write about personal stuff myself. And sometimes I write about topics that I find interesting, but I never write about stuff that I should be writing. You know, like yeah, you play in this kind of genre, you should write this kind of this kind of lyrics, you know, that's kind yeah, of I, the I track know, where, know. you know, hmm. people should think that yeah, I should do this or that. But I, I just like to express myself, you know. Hmm. And sometimes it's fun to like express yourself in different topics. Uh and sometimes people don't really get uh, you know, it becomes a bit too abstract in a way, so mm. can't relate. But but on on the other way, you know, I I rather, but, but this is just personally me. I rather go for the abstract way because the abstract yeah. for me means that, um, you know, everyone has his own biography, his own his or her own history, yeah. and listens to it, and it means something else to to them. And and I had it happened, you know, to me as well, you know, songs which meant something for me in the past, they still mean something, yeah. but now they mean something different because I changed. The song is the same, but I changed, so the meaning of them changed. And um, yeah. we, we are going back to this, or in my in my point of view, where, where I really dislike punk, where punk is kind of always telling you, this is black and this is white, and there is no yeah. left or right. And if you keep it a little bit more ominous and a little bit more open you know that that you can open for interpretation then it can mean a lot to to a lot of different people that's what i want to say of course if you keep it too open then it doesn't mean anything then it's just a lot of yeah. nice words strung together and ooh, you, you know it sounds whatever and and you can you can hear that but um i guess you get my point there, there is this balance uh, that you don't be too in your face, this is what you need to do and this is what I need you to think uh, and not uh, too, too wishy-washy that it's kind of like it can be everything and nothing, you know, when, um, yeah. so, but, but this is, this is, you know, there's always, there is, like in music, there is no right or wrong, you know, if you're happy with the lyrics and if you mean something to, to them, um, to, to you, that's, that's fine, that's all that counts, you know, because you yeah. have to, to sing them and you have to perform them and you have to stand behind it. The worst thing, we're, we're back to the music, you should make the music you love because if you're, if you're not standing behind it and, and you have a, um, a gig, 
and people will see, oh man, yeah, he's just going through the motion. Yeah. This will be a bad gig, and you won't enjoy it, you know. So um, anyway, yeah, yeah, I agree, uh, and I think that it's always great if people can like if you they relate to a song and they can like interpret it like they want it you know i don't mm. want to go out and tell them the song is totally about this or something but because i had song songs totally ruined mm. by that you know if i if i like a band and I say now oh, it's about this and it's like okay I, i thought it was about this okay now it's totally ruined but okay mm -hmm. so it can become something like that you know? yeah it can it can backfire and this is this is sometimes yeah. um this is where i was really hesitant in the beginning starting this what i'm doing with you right now because sometimes it's even if you if you get to know the people behind it and fortunately it didn't happen very often <laughs> but sometimes you know i think like once or twice only it happened to me that people were like oh you know i'm just making music and it's just you know i don't have any idea it's just like what's coming out and blah blah blah, blah, blah. And, and you know and, and then i was like oh okay I thought you really <laughs> thought about it and, you know, you let it, you know. Um, so it happens, but it's very rarely. Um, anyway, my, my point is sometimes it's also not good to know the person behind the music. It's better to to have them, like, you know, put them on a pedestal and, and, and just think, oh, you know, these are these rock go gods and they, you know, um, they never use the toilet because they are so, uh, you yeah. know, there's something else um, out of this world. Um Anyway, <laughs> you get my point. So, yeah. um, I, you know, it's really nice uh, to get to know you, but I still would kind of getting to 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 the end uh, because I really need some fresh air here. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> but 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 it seems like we will talk again because uh, yeah. you know you like I think this year not much will happen but next year things will open up again and you know i know only small clubs of course here in my in my uh home i mean i know the big clubs as well but the smaller clubs uh where i could get you maybe in you know i don't don't take my word for it i will try my best yeah. but this would be really cool to see you here um so uh we will definitely talk next year and see and see what we can do and where you are standing um so mm, one of the more fun things i always do at the end is kind of um you were lucky enough to be uh you know playing live gigs and stuff and live gigs are live gigs and sometimes we don't um, go according uh, as as bland so um do you have any funny stories uh going to a gig uh on stage, falling off a stage or behind the stage, uh, um, you know, don't finding your dressing room or whatever. You have any funny, funny stories you want to share with the audience? You know, we've <laughs> had quite a, some weird stuff, you know. Uh, I remember once when we played in Stockholm, the audio engineer walked up to me right between two songs and said, you know, we want to do some metal karaoke tonight. Can you like stop playing in after like ne next song or something? And it, we were so pissed off. It was like, wow, in the middle of our show, you know. Hmm. So that really was really rude. Yeah, it was really rude and awful. Uh, so 
I don't know. We have had like audio problems and stuff, and people totally missing some important parts in the songs and stuff. Like mm -hmm. that, that was some year, long time ago. But yeah, can't. It's always hard, you know, when someone asks. This is kind of like, what's your favorite music? And all of a sudden, you don't know anything about music. You yeah, know, someone asks. This would one of uh, when uh, my very last questions. Oh, I, I mean, maybe let's rephrase it a little bit. What are you currently listening to? What's what's uh, what do you like at the moment? I listen a lot to it's, it's it's such a weird mix, you know. I listen to stuff like the Gary Newman's latest album, oh, yeah. Intruder. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. really cool and great. Uh, people should check it out. So then I listen to Billie Eilish, uh, mm -hmm. really the pop girl there, uh, and KMFDM. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, really. Keine great. Macht uh, für für den ne keine Macht für die kein keine Mitleid für die Mehrheit so rum was. Yeah. <laughs> They've been around for quite a while now, and they're oh, yeah. just funny. Uh, I listen to. Uh, I just got into some solo stuff with Brian Eno as well. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm kind of all over the place, you know. Okay, that's that's absolutely. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, thank you very much, uh, William. Um, it was really nice to get to know you. Um, please hit me up when you when you're done with your video. I want to see it, uh, and I hope it's not too much strobe light that I don't have to <laughs> put it away. No, it no will be just jam. It will time. just a lot of jam. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so please keep me in the loop. Um, yeah. Whenever you have something new out, uh, you know I have a playlist and I have a radio show, and um, I. I'm an absolutely nobody here, but I will try my best to get you get you booked if once you're on tour. So um, yeah, thank you for your time and yeah, uh, have a good evening. Yeah, you too. Take care. Yep. Bye.